listening to The Nasty Table, the premier source for tabletop role-playing actual play. Now come on in, relax, and pull up a seat to The Nasty Table. It's a sex crime. It's not illegal. A minute ago, we were playing a fantasy game. You just made it real. But I'm a little bit upset right now. With what? You just burned a picture of our evidence. You gotta get him in line. Do you think we were high? I'm playing the system, whether or not you want to. Are you not scared right now? I'm scared for my life. I don't think you were high. What kind of knots we talking? I don't want you to kill the chicken. You want to eat the chicken for lunch? You're not cool enough to get high? You're at your father's grave in Ann Arbor, Michigan. A figure. Charles. Did you find out what you need to know? I think this is, so far, the most, like, detrimental one you've given to anybody. Which I, I think is fine to to make it like this. But. Well, to be Can fair, we talk about nobody how? else in this campaign has had one yet. So you don't know what the bar yeah, is. No, I'm saying for well, how you're doing the campaigns. I'm like, sorry. We didn't have any like this in the old You know what the bar is, I Absolutely. should say. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And that goes for all three of you. The bar has been set. On mental disorders, which I think Can it's completely bad. Can we talk about campaign. how absolutely fucking crazy it is that child porn was just legal Jesus for that Christ. long? Jesus yeah, That is fucked. And I commend you, Mr. DM, for telling the story based on that. That's fucked. I don't think a lot of people, I don't think most of the people know that that's a thing. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, dude. There was there was a documentary that I was watching. It was related to child crimes, like child murders. Specifically, this was about the Oakland County murders in the 80s. Uh, it happened in kind of like a snowy area, a little bit like this. It was child murders. Um, and one of the things that got brought up in that is the amount of child murder cases that go unsolved. And the fact that child porn wasn't illegal until way too that late. That is insane to me. And that yeah. shit resonated with me so deeply that it made me want it inspired this entire campaign this entire campaign is solely i swear to god based on the fact of the amount of child crimes like the amount of child murders and child uh, abuse that went either uninvestigated or unsolved and and this this the legality of child porn dude it wasn't until 1974 that child abuse was prosecuted that is fucking insane to me that is so fucking crazy. It's to pretty me. gross. Where, where it's hard close to like barbaric that is times. You fucking, know what I mean? Like, well, so far. But so far. Yeah. That's time wise. Crazy. That close. When was it? Was when? 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 Say it again. So. That's true. The first law regarding child porn at all was 1977. Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear the craziest part? Fathers, your parents, everybody at this table, uncles, parents. aunts that were alive in that they time. They used to sell child porn that was at just magazine normal. stores. What? They used to sell child porn at like magazine stores. You could just get a get a magazine, and it was just chock full of child porn. And it's crazy because when you think about it, and you're like, nobody talks about like, that, especially with me. Like, like me and you just started watching the fucking shit. Well, not you, but you got me onto the show Perry Mason, 1920s. 30s whatever mm-hmm. so fucking long ago but like also like me and you were talking about how like 
it still is very similar stuff to what goes on now. Back then, apparently, when if you were living in the 80s, it was normal that, like, if someone had pictures of naked kids, like, they'd just be okay. Like, eh, whatever. Well, I mean, like, nobody well, can go and then, and about then, it. Like, that's so fucked. One of the interesting things that I actually tracked and investigated for this campaign was the idea of the, the, the common perception of child pornography. Where in the 60s and 70s, it was, like, pervy and, like, kind of weird, but, like, oh, that guy's a perv. He likes to look at kids. Right, but he's, just, he's a just a perv, but that's it. Like, and then as dude, it, and then it progressed, the like the eighties and nineties, where people are like, "This is kind of fucked up." And then like modern day, where it is absolutely stomach churningly disgusting. Yeah. I mean, and that is that is so, you know that what I mean? is Thanks. yeah. Of at least we got and there, it's but super super interesting to me how quickly that perception changed. And I think the same thing can kind of be said about like smoking, where in the sixties, fifties, forties, people smoked inside, smoked in front of babies, smoked while pregnant, doesn't give a fuck. But slowly, well, actually, no, I'm sorry, quickly, that perception shifted and turned. Mm -hmm. And how quickly the the perception of things that are normalized, once it kind of clicks the morality behind it, it, like a wave, it can wash across an entire culture of people to realize that this is very fucked up and why are we normalizing this? That's a positive way to look at it. I think I'm looking at it in a very, like, pessimistic ways where, like, it took that fucking long. Yeah. Did you it took any- that long? Like yeah. really? Seriously. Did you have any qualms about doing this as a story because all of us with twenty twenty three perspectives on child porn are supposed to be playing detectives from the seventies, something that to be fair, none of us could actually become. Yeah, or do you think that day, detectives it's... from the 70s would be this grossed out about it? No, I thought that that would be a super interesting way because this is the juxtaposition that we come to this this crossroads of you are four players with your own moral codes. And you can apply that to your character. I'm sure that there were detectives. I'm sure there were police officers that were absolutely repulsed by this. Absolutely, I wanted yeah. four characters that would be disgusted by this. And to be able to 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 come to that crossroads of morality and legality. And how do you how do you operate in a situation where something is completely amoral but still legal? How can you find justice in that situation? And that's what I wanted to explore here. And that's what I think we are exploring really, really well. So no, I think that it would be I wouldn't want a situation where you guys have the mindset of the average person in the 70s on this this topic of child pornography. If we came into this and at the beginning of the campaign, I told you guys, I said, hey, your characters would think that this is kind of pervy, kind of creepy. And then we just go in like that. That's not what I wanted. I wanted you guys to have your mindset as as Mike Finn, as Nick, as Chubb, as Alex. I wanted you guys to have that mindset going into this. And I'm glad that we were able to, to play it this way. I'm glad that nobody knew as well. I think that that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you gave us the whole, like, oh, it's going to be fucked up, but... Yeah. It's going to get worse. Oh. So, sick. <laughs> can I please have a recap of the last session? Talking it out helps. Apparently. Apparently. Yeah. Alright. So, with another shift <clears throat> ended and your off days beginning... We will begin with Caleb O'Connor. Caleb, you come to out of a fugue state. The sun is shining. The birds are chirping. And a gravestone lies before you. In the spot where you buried your father, you find yourself once again. Charles, a homeless vagrant from the trailer park, is next to you dressed to the nines. He looks down at you and repeats what he said previously. 
I said, uh, did you find what you were looking for? I stumble back, uh, on my hands, probably still on my butt at this point after turning around and, mm-hmm. um, and ask why, what, and then I hit the, um, as I'm still stumbling back, I probably hit the, the gravestone with my back mm-hmm. of my father and it's a, um, it's a shocking moment and I, uh, I turn around to face it. I want to put my foot into it at the very top. Mm. I want to kick into the side of it, mm. to the front of it, and I want to kick it again. Mm. I want to tell him, you didn't teach me shit. It never did anything. It never fucking did anything. The knot didn't work. All those years, everything you taught me, nothing. And I want to keep fucking kicking it mm-hmm. until I notice that it shifts in the dirt. Yeah, it backs up a little bit, and Charles kind of steps up a little closer. Take it easy. Keep kicking it. Take it easy. Stop. Come on. Why the fuck are you in a suit? Said I had to look my best. And where the fuck did you get a suit? You gave it to me. We the same size? I'm check. I run. I go to his back and I check the collar. Check the collar. It's your size, and you're noticing that it's a little tight on him. I admit that it's not the best fit. How much did I pay you to be here? Nothing. Nothing. You just came here with me. To be a friend? To be a buddy? What's gotten into you? Gotten into me? Why would I invite some fucking scumbag who just told all my partners about everything that I did? I did Everything that I did. Oh, I was knocking on doors, wasn't I? I didn't. I was knocking on... Oh, you didn't? You didn't say anything? I didn't tell them everything. I didn't tell them you were in your goddamn pajamas, you son of a bitch. (laughs) I'm a son of a bitch now. That's why you followed me out here, right? I didn't follow you nowhere. You asked me to come. And you would just come here? With the fucking cop? You asked me nicely. Nicely, that's what... <laughs> that's all it hey, takes. Hey, fuck you, buddy. Fuck me? Yeah, fuck you. You're talking to a fucking officer and I want to push him. You push him? Yeah. He kind of stumbles back, gives you a long look. You gotta, you gotta take it easy. Fucker. Look, it didn't work out, okay? You tried. It's not your fault. How many fucking dress shops did we go to? 20? 30? It's not your fault. What didn't work out? The, your fucking, your lead, your, your, the dress thing. Remind me. What was that lead? Hey, look, I get it. You're stressed. It's not working out. I know you haven't slept. Let's just fucking call it. Let's go home. Do I see my car? Yeah. I start walking back to it. Mm Mm-hmm. He stops. He doesn't follow you. I don't stop. And you make your way to your car. Is anybody else having, uh, in this, uh... Uh, graveyard right now? Yeah, it looks like that there's a procession going on. They looking at me? No. You do look, and it looks like there's... Oh my god, it's gotta be like a hundred cars. Huge procession going on. I just, I want to stand by my car. You hear it before you see it, the voice of Charles. You gonna give me a lift back? I can take the bus if you're gonna be pissy about it. 
You're gonna tell me everything. You're gonna tell me everything now. About what? When did I come to you? You don't remember. Can I feel my, uh... Waist? Mm -hmm. Do I have my weapon on me? No, you do not. Is it in my car? Do I see it? Nope. As you are starting to take inventory of yourself, you check, you have your wallet, you have your keys, and you feel this burning around your ankle. You look up and you can see, like, uh, rope marks kind of burned into your, your ankle. Can I look over at this, um, this funeral that's going on? Mm -hmm. Um. Tons of people. Does it seem like they just got here? Yeah, it looks like they probably got there maybe as you made your way up, you would guess, because it looks like people are still starting to get out of their cars. I want to turn. I want to grab Charles by the collar of the suit. And I want to push him up against my car. And I want to say to him, Motherfucker, it doesn't look like they buried that guy yet. So all I see is an open fucking hole. Now I'm the one asking the questions, and you're the one that's going to answer. <laughs> he starts cackling. <laughs> you came... Oh my god. You came to me, and you can smell on his breath as he's laughing. He's been drinking. You came to me... Oh, God. <laughs> like, 8.30? I wasn't out. You walked over to my tent and woke me up, said we were going to check around for dress shops. You wanted to see if there were any that specialized in a particular type of lace... So we started in Linwood, made our way all around, ended up heading north, all around, eventually ended up in Ann Arbor. We went to, God, probably about 20, 25 shops. None of them really hit the mark on that lace. Then we passed by this cemetery. You said that there was someone important you had to talk to, and now we're here. I want to take my hands off of this tight grip that I have on his collar and I just want to put one much more softly in his chest I want to say you have to what did I say to him? You asked him what justice was now look, let's let's call it, let's go home I get in the car he brushes off his shoulders fixes his tie opens the passenger door and gets in can I smoke in here? I don't say anything. I want to drive through the, uh, the funeral. The, the road that, uh, is closest to the grave. Yeah. I don't recognize anybody. No, you take a quick look. Mm -hmm. Doesn't look like it. There's a lot of people out there, and as you make your way out, it looks like the cars are actually, like, wrapped onto the road. No police cars? No. No police cars. There is one that seems like it's directing traffic, but not, like, involved in the procession. People look well-dressed in all various different walks of folk. If you check your car clock, it's uh, 10.30. Do you know? Know what? What, uh, what justice is? No. was never really interested in it. I think there's more important things. Sense of self, above all. Which I think you may be in use for. Meaning what? You seem scattered. Divided. 
I've been there too. There ain't no shame. You'll be alright. Once you figure out who you are and what you want, find a sense of self, then you can find a sense of all those other things. Happiness, sadness, justice, abstract thoughts. Gotta get the baseline first. You found your sense of self. Most certainly I did. Where'd that end you up? In a two-piece suit. And he wiggles his tie. You think I'm not capable of working? Capable of holding a steady job? Capable of making a family? My sense of self runs so deep that I am very, very comfortable in what I do. Yeah. You, uh, you keep that suit. Ah, thank you much. I, uh, I don't say much on the drive back. <laughs> um, when we're five minutes out, mm-hmm. I need you to, need you to help me. It's the second time I heard that from you today. You, you don't let me do this anymore. If I come to you in this state, I'm not, I'm not looking for help. I need you to say no, and I need you to call this number. Then I want to give him Roy's number. Okay. You mean that? Yeah. Pockets the number. You pull up to the trailer park? Yeah. You pull up. Snow is still kind of high, but starting to melt. It's an unusually hot day for January, so the snow is starting to melt a little bit. You pull up, and you see the trailer that has been the center of attention. And there is a woman outside hanging laundry. Am I my personal vehicle? You are. I don't have a camera in here. Nope. Charles looks to you. Gives you a little side nod. How pregnant does she look? She is visibly showing. I want to commit her to memory. On this clothing line that she's putting out. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of garments are out there? Looks like clothes that would fit her and dresses, but not ornate or in any fashion. Cotton dresses, small, child-sized. Nothing with lace? Nope. Do I remember any lace dresses from the box that we found at the uh, storage unit? Mm, some of them had lace in them, yeah. Turn around, there's nothing in my back seats. There's nothing... No. No, you didn't bring anything with you. I wasn't talking about a pattern. I wasn't talking about a pattern, nothing specific in the... I didn't tell any shop owners, no, I'm looking for this. Well, you wouldn't let me come in with you. All you said was you had a hunch about some dresses. Something about the lace, something about the fabric. Wanted me to keep out for anyone watching you. You didn't see nobody? No. She put my head against the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. I'll wait for him to get out. He gets out. You hear his feet crunch in the snow. He leans his head in. Your head's still on the steering wheel. You take it easy. Shuts the car door. Walks away. Head home. Heading home. Making your way home. Uh, people are milling about. Pull into the driveway. Your wife's car is not there. Um, go into my bedroom and assess my uh, rope. <laughs> so you walk in and the 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 spindle at the foot of your bed is snapped off, completely broken. It's not even there. Is my mother in the house? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Walk by or just say hi. Hello, dearie. You need anything to eat? Oh, no, I'm, I'm all right. I'm going to go uh, get some more rest. Sweet dreams. 
I go back to bed. Yeah, alright. Not tying shit this time. Okay. It's still in the suit? Yes. Okay. Head hits the pillow and you immediately fall asleep. And you awake. Look at your alarm clock. It's probably around, like, noon. Actually, well... No, it's probably... It took you an hour and a half to get back. Probably sleep for only about an hour. It's like 1, one fifteen. Next session at the nasty table. And I might actually edit this into the episode, like prior to this, of there's a discrepancy involving time here in which at the point of recording this episode, I, the DM, GM, case handler, didn't realize that Ann Arbor is actually eight hours away from the fictional city of Linwood Falls. What I said was an hour and a half, and I think that that might have been a mistake that I made based on the distance between Linwood Falls and Minneapolis. So I think I might have got my wires crossed there, but it is currently, it, it, it's actually eight hours away. So what happened is actually super, super simple. Caleb just drove really, really fast. Yeah. Super fast. Caleb drove so fast. Did Charles have any reaction to this? And No. He's used to it. Yeah. Illegally fast, some might He say. went very, very fast. <laughs> that's it? That's, the, that's, what, that's what happened. I love that. This is my world. Oh my he drove really, really fast. Did he end up finding walkie-talkies when he was out there? No. Damn it. He was, he was driving at like the speed of light and for like a split second out like the, the car window, he just saw like a walkie-talkie pop up and then like go away. I missed it. Yeah. It's like the Minnesota Autobahn. <laughs> yeah. So, and, <laughs> and, and I mean, so I don't. You guys know, at least for the most part. I, I hope you guys know that. I don't make mistakes like that often, uh, but that, that was a big one. I don't know how I missed that, but yes. Caleb drove really, really fast, and that's how he was able to get eight hours away in an hour and a half. Okay. So, everybody is up at this point, probably around 1.15. Uh, Jerry, you went back to sleep. You woke back up after having uh, breakfast with your wife. Ray, you kind of set the house up to have everybody over. Roy, you saw April off, and did you go back to sleep afterwards, or? No, I was, uh, hanging out in the car by Carter's house. That's right, yeah, you went to Carter's house. Yeah. Um, keeping an eye out. Doesn't look like there's any movement. No. Um. Okay. What are you guys all doing? time is it it's like 1 30 <clears throat> we were talking about meeting up, meeting up by two yeah shit um we'll just chill outside uh go for like a little walk around the property with sarge okay yeah. i would just say that jerry gets up showered cleaned up straight over immediately can i uh w while i'm making my way around the property i just want to uh you know, observe for anything. Oh. Out of place? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're keeping an eye out. Um sorry, before before one thirty, like I, I I imagine that like right after April went is when I drove over April went to school is when I drove over to the house. Mm hmm I wanna just I wanna knock on the door. Uh, I imagine maybe at this point it would have been eight eight thirty, maybe AM. What, what, where, what, I'm sorry, what, you're to Carter's house? Yeah. You drove immediately over there? Mm-hmm. 
after seeing April off to school, you took an hour cat nap, so probably around nine. Okay. Yeah, I want to knock on their door. Mm-hmm. A few moments pass, and door opens, and you see Carter's dad. Mm-hmm. Um. Hey, how you doing, uh, Sergeant Sergeant McNeil? Yeah, yeah. We met we met last night. Sure. Yep. I uh, just wanted to check in, see if things are good. The the boy was pretty shaken up last night. So yeah, I mean, he has been sleeping. I've been checking in on him. He's still sleeping right now, but. Yeah, he seems fine. Still sleeping. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's uh, been you know, hasn't slept in a couple of days. Maybe he's sleeping in. Yeah, right. I'm gonna let him take the day off school. All right, good. I got your guys' phone number. I can give you a call if he wants to talk or mentions anything. Please, yes. Mm-hmm. Please, uh, please do that. Yeah. He's all right in there. Yeah. You, you saw him? Yes. All right. All right. And you checked his pulse. And he's good. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, you have our number. I do. Okay. Um. Okay, yeah. He, I, I imagine that that would weird him out, but does he... Does he seem like Sketch? In this or? Roll human intelligence. Twenty nine on like a seventy. He seemed apprehensive when you asked to check his pulse. Asked if he checked his pulse, but yeah, he seems like he's being honest. Okay. All right. Uh, yep. Sorry for uh, checking in so early in the morning. I'm, I'm definitely believe he's uh, got a lot of sleep to catch up on. So appreciate it. You got our number. Yeah. All right, thanks. And then I get in my car. Closes the door. Yeah. And I when I I do want to go home and get sleep, and mm-hmm. then at two p.m. you know, one thirty leave for his house. Okay. Ray's house. All right. So Caleb, you go back to sleep at like noon ish. Sleep maybe like an hour, hour and a half. Get up at one thirty. Get changed to something a little warmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, assume we're gonna be outside a little bit. Uh, change into thicker pants. Okay. Jacket. Do I see the end of the bedpost anywhere on the floor? No. Not under the bed? Nope. You, like, search around your room, can't find it. Get my car and head over. Are you changing? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you mentioned you were changing. Okay. Head over. Uh, Everybody pretty much at the same time heading over to Ray's house at around 2 o'clock, making your way there. You guys know where Ray lives. Probably, maybe, have they been over before, you think? Probably not. Probably not. They all got my address, though. Mm-hmm. All right. You guys make your way over. So describe what they see when they pull up. It's just kind of like a clearing in the middle of the woods. A uh, small clearing. Very nicely done up double wide trailer. Nice little little porch on the back. Uh, got my truck parked out front. I'm waiting out there with Sarge. We're just chilling. Got my... Uh, a personal firearm on my hip, exposed. If you pull around from on the side from the road, you can see I got some targets set up in the back. But. Is it a nice day? I assume it's a nice day. Yeah, I said it was an unusually hot day. Okay, there we go. It's it's a perfect day to shoot some guns in the wood. And where where are you when they pull up? Um, I'm probably walking around the side toward mm-hmm. you know coming up to the front, 
catch him as as they pull up. Okay. You guys pull up. It would probably be Roy first, then Jerry, then Caleb. Pull up. Get out. So it's unusually hot. Has the snow melted? Or it seems it... like it's starting to melt, yeah. Okay. Sip out. Shut the door. Ray, how's it going? Oh, not too bad. Caught up on some sleep. How about yourself? Same here, man. Feel a little bit better. <laughs> Good to see you in some sunlight. Yeah, I can say the same about you. Got some uh, targets set up in the back. We can go blow off some steam. Ah, there we go. Who you got here? I point to your dog. Oh, this is uh, this is Sarge, not to be confused with Sarge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's a good boy, though. Ah, there we go. I pet this. I pet Sarge. Sarge pets Sarge. <laughs> While we wait. Yeah, yeah, yes. let's go. Nice. Uh, imagine I'm walking up and kind of similar, just kind of like walking around, looking around. Is there water around? Pond, lake? Probably like a stream. Yeah. Can we hear it from here? 100, 150 yards away. Something. Maybe, maybe if like too far real, to hear. Real quiet, you can hear it. But if you know some wind is going, you can't hear it. I'm pretty young. I got good ears. I'm listening. We got water around here. Fish? Uh, more of a hunter myself, but uh, there's there's a tiny, tiny little stream, little tributary, about a hundred yards that way. Yeah, it's not much. Maybe at its widest, two, three feet, real shallow. How in the middle of nowhere are we? Um, trying to think where to compare this. Jim. Probably enough to shooting guns wouldn't get the cops called yeah. on you. Jerry, like Jerry fucking likes it. He's like, yeah, this is good. He sees the targets and he's like, feels good about it. I think the Caleb will pull up. Uh, sees everybody out there. Sees the targets. Goes to his trunk. Assuming I have a firearm in my car. Yeah. Uh, takes it out. Um, with Looks at everybody with kind of wide eyes. And so, oh, we're shooting? I just figured we'd blow off some steam. Sounds good. Yeah, why not, right? Do we see that? <laughs> Do we see that at least it's a little like, bit? Yeah, yes. can we yes. human in? Yeah. No, you, no, you, no, you see that. How'd you sleep, Caleb? What? You have any, any you know, any dreams or anything recurring about what we talked about last night? Dreams? Um, how'd you guys sleep? You guys get your eight hours? Oh, damn, I mean, I slept... I slept pretty good. I got up, you know, when the wife got up. But other than that, went back to bed. Got my got my got my rest. I'm feeling pretty decent right now. You all right? Um, you mind if I take some shots? Yeah. What uh, what gun you got? <laughs> I mean, do you have your? Is it your own or is yeah? It no, it's my own. Thirty-eight. Yeah, sure. I don't know guns here. Thirty-eight. Sure. I got my four so revolver. On me. Yeah. Definitely. I walk. I walk kind of like I'm starting to like walk kind of past you. Got a coffee maker? Yeah, pots inside in the kitchen. I'll uh, uh, I'll walk in with you and show you around. Caleb, coffee? Yeah, it'd be nice. Sure. We walk inside. Me and you? Yeah, I said I'd show you around. Right. Not much yeah. to show, but. You'd... First time partners ever seen your house. Did so. you get rid of the shot TV? No. <laughs> no. All right, let's get it. Describe what they what, what Jerry sees when he walks in. 
Um, I imagine like the fucking the like metal door, but there's like the screen window, and you kind of open it up. It's like I mean, like like I said, it's it's a double wide trailer, but I mean, I haven't done poorly, so it's it's nice. You know, it's good. I I keep it well and everything. Um, You know, there's a little living area with a with a couch. And a TV with just the screen smashed in. Is it in. dirty in here? Are there, like, beer bottles around? Uh, no. Maybe, like, one stray. Yeah, you know, okay. Ashtray okay. is And I can see the shot out. TV. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 almost like... It's pretty well I kind of, like, stop, and I, I kind of, like, stop and look at it and, like, completely ignore it. Like, I get it. Type of thing. Been there. I go make... I well, go make, to I, be I, fair... Go to the kitchen. I don't know how obvious <laughs> it would be. It's just smashed in in the front. It has a bullet hole in it. Bullet hole. Well, like the whole front would have. <clears throat> no. Would've... No, it wouldn't have shattered. Jerry just kind of like it would have been. It would have been just like like a like a on central... like an eight inch like a bubble screen that wouldn't have shattered. I don't think it would have shattered the whole glass. Either way, Jerry's just like roll luck. Alright. Uh-huh. Yeah, because this is it's not like it's a. I agree. If it's a no. fifty-five inch flat screen, yes. yeah, 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 it's a yeah, hole, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. it's like tiny little. Yeah, you're right. 43 on a 50. Yeah, the whole front is smashed out. Okay. I kind of, like, stop in my tracks. I look at you, and, like, we do we kind of make eye contact? Yeah, I don't really. What's his face look like to me? How about that? What's your face look like? No shame? That's what I'm imagining. Yeah, it's pretty just like, yeah, this is it. (laughs) I mean, it's a trailer. I kind of, like, chuckle. I'm like... (sighs) Kitchen's over there. I got it. You see the pot. Walk Uh, over. Toilet's over there. You need it. I start. I I start making coffee in the coffee pot. I look over. Whiskey. Uh, yeah, I think I got a bottle somewhere under the counter. I'll look for it. Uh, got beer, cold beer in the fridge though. If you if you want some, start with coffee. Right. With whiskey, and I make everybody a cup. Just a little bit of whiskey. Loosen everybody. Just a little bit. All right. <coughs> Nothing crazy. I'm not trying to dose anybody. <laughs> We've been through a lot. Making some coffee. Let's wake up a little bit with a little kick. So what's Caleb and Roy doing? Um, I'm just setting up, getting all my uh, equipment ready. Mm-hmm. I kind of figure Roy is like watching him set up, like kind of with his arms crossed mm-hmm. type shit, type beat. There's big eyes, but no expression. As you're like setting up, I want like, I imagine you're you're yeah you're just like fucking focused on setting up, and I'm like, you sure you're doing all right, Caleb? As all right as anybody could be right now. I'll take that. Hard couple days, right? Yeah. How's the wife doing? I haven't seen her. What do you mean you haven't seen her? wasn't around today. You, you weren't around today? She wasn't. Wasn't there when I woke up. Maybe out shopping. You know women, right? <laughs> women. Bitches <laughs> be shopping. <laughs> just, just. I don't know. Haven't seen her. <laughs> like, what? Just bitches be shopping, man. So good. Bravo, Caleb. Actually, and I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Caleb, 
for that whole situation, everything that happened in Ann Arbor, please roll sanity for me. Oh my god, bitches really do be shopping. That's crazy. It's true. Mwahahaha. 42 on a 48. You're gonna lose two points of sanity. Oh, jeez. Wow. Fuck. Yeah, bitches be shopping. Uh, <laughs> look. I never, Caleb. I never called her a bitch. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't say my life's a bitch. It's so funny, you just responding, Yeah, Caleb, bitches do be shopping. <laughs> and then he... Um, and then he said, I didn't call her a bitch? Yeah. Did you call her a bitch? No, no, I never no, called no, her a bitch. Did, uh, Joe just laughed I and just said, bitches oh, be shopping. Oh, okay. You heard the narrative voice in your head say, bitches be shopping. So what did you say? He said, you know women. Oh, it's probably shopping. <laughs> women, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, women. Uh, how long does it take me to get set up? Probably. Five minutes, not even. Alright. Uh, just still me and Roy out here? Yep. Alright. Like, what, what What are you wearing? Me? Uh, like, snow pants? Um, and a jacket with probably still a button-up shirt on underneath. Okay. Are you wearing shoes? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Come on. I'm wearing boots. <laughs> I'm just young. Know, I'm, I'm wearing boots. Boots? Okay. Cool. Alright, man. Um, I look back. Are they coming out? Yeah, at this point. Am I good? To, to, to shoot? Yeah, everybody good? Uh, hold, hold, hold on. Let's, you uh, let's, let's yeah, get you gotta, Are you already loaded? Hold on, I didn't put my safety glasses on yet. <laughs> uh, no, no. <laughs> hold on, one second. Um, let's, let's wait on that. I hand you a cup of coffee. Coffee for everybody. Even though it's hot compared to the recent days, the coffee still has this steam that's kind of spreading up out of it. Alright, guys, I mean, I mean, let's talk about this stuff. Uh, uh, what, what are our leads? I mean, we have the, we have the photos. Did you, we have to ways to get them developed, right? Caleb, roll a willpower save for me. Just a willpower check. What is oh, okay? So, what am I rolling on my willpower? Says I'm at a twelve. Yep. Uh, oh, uh, I'm sorry. No, no, your power. Uh, roll a power save for 22 me. Twenty-two on a sixty. Twenty-two on a sixty. Okay. Right. I mean, I mean, that's that's our first step. We we need to get the the pictures developed. We figure out how to do that. That's right, yep. Like frantically sipping my coffee. Yeah. I can call my buddy Chuck. <clears throat> look into those uh, Appaloosa horse breeds. Have any of us... None of us have ever developed photos. Based on your guys' forensic shit? No. Over 50? Do you have over 50 in forensics? Yeah, 52. Do mm, I? You've probably done it maybe once or twice. Okay. Yeah, 52. Would it be risky to have him do it with that with that stat? Do I have a chance of uh, destroying them? I would say this. You would have to get a look at the negatives to, to exactly tell what the process would be. I'm imagining us all just sitting on, like, the fucking plastic, white plastic outside chairs, like, just like... I'm still standing. You guys standing. got any ideas? I'm still standing, waiting if I get the okay to shoot. 
Yeah, I, I kind of get up. I go to Caleb. Yeah, uh, I, I, go, I go right next to you. A little too close for you to fire. But this here targets, this is uh, 10 yards. You know, close up for your handgun. I got one set up back a little farther, like 35, 40 yards. If you're feeling a little dialed in, you should probably work on both. Uh, you know, we don't get that much target practice in at night, but it's worth it. Uh, can I aim for the one 10 yards away? Sure. I'm going to kind of step back. What's your firearm score? My firearms <clears throat> is a 40. Okay, go ahead and roll firearms. You taking a shot? Yes. Yes. 55 on 40. Critical fail, you completely miss it. Gunshot rings out, and there is no pop-up on the target or anything like that. You feel shaky. I want to go back again. Take another one immediately. Yep, go ahead. 85 on a 40. 85 on a 40. This one hits the target and kind of like up, like top left, like maybe like 11 o'clock outside, like third ring. One more. Go ahead. Five on a 40. You hit inside second ring, maybe like a little bit outside, like probably closer to the first ring, but a little bit off to the left. I want to stand there after I, uh, after I took it, still staring at the target. It happened again. <laughs> Still loaded gun in your hand. Do we all hear him say that? Yep. <laughs> I I've walked the fuck up and I grabbed the gun from him. I, I'm like, what? I'm like I, and I push him back. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is going on with you? I went to Michigan this morning. <laughs> Yo. What the what? fuck? Charles! He was there. He said I was looking for some dressing. <laughs> like dresses! Little girl dresses? Caleb, <laughs> sit the fuck down. With some kind of pattern. He said I didn't find it though. <laughs> we were in suits. I gave him a suit. <laughs> <laughs> Alright man, sit down <laughs> Caleb, sit down You sit down? As laughter slowly turns into crying mm -hmm. Putting my back against The table or hay bale Where I had my gun on <sighs> I can't stop it at this point That's alright man we'll, we'll... We'll, we'll keep an eye on you when you sleep, all right? You're going to watch me? We'll just help you out. Stay nearby. How? We just, look, once you start sleepwalking, we'll either talk you out of it, walk you back to your bed. When are you, you going to sleep? <laughs> we'll split it. Jerry starts, like, flipping through his fucking notebook. We'll, we'll split Caleb, it. Caleb, Caleb, say, say what, what happened again? I was I was in Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, yeah. And Charles was there. Yeah. Guess he's a <laughs> guess he's a real pal. What the fuck were you doing in Michigan? Looking for dresses. Where were you? you did you go to Michigan? Did you wake up there to look for dresses? I guess I looked everywhere. Made it all the way there to Michigan. So Oof. you were looking for dresses all around and you ended up there yeah wouldn't you guess it hometown and then 
when when did you when did you realize that you had to come home right in front of my dad's grave he's he's he's, he's buried in michigan he, oh yeah he's fucking dead why was why was charles there guess i asked him And what did he say? <laughs> Guess I was looking for those dresses. <sighs> Anyone have over a 10 in psychotherapy other than Caleb? No. No. Would anyone like to attempt to try to talk him down a little bit? Wait. Psychotherapy can be used to make people who are having episodes or having enhanced psychotic situations kind of calm down a little mm-hmm. bit and become a little bit more lucid. Yeah. You want to try and give that a shot? Yeah. How do you do it? Let's take it back from the last thing you remember from last night. I was with you. What's the last thing you remember? Went to bed. I tied my ankle to the fucking... Oh, look. Look at it. He raises his ankle and you see this deep burn mark i go jesus fucking christ and i start writing like, smart man you smart. tied yourself to your bed yeah broke that okay. son of a bitch all right all right no 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 good good roll uh that's good r- roll psychotherapy for me me yep <clears throat> oh shit oh jesus i'm dropping all of them <sighs> oh my gosh a 12 on a 10 better than 11 Okay, you, uh... Do I notice what he's trying to accomplish? Yeah, he's trying to get you to focus. You, 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 uh, you, um, you tied your, your ankle to, to the bed? Yeah? The, 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 uh, the, you, you, the footboard, yeah, the, uh... You said, you said, um, you said you haven't seen your wife? Nah, car wasn't there. I look over to, like, Ray and Roy. What is today? Just, like, a Monday. look, like... Does uh d- does your wife does she, does she work at all? Is she, she she's usually out on Mondays. It's not weird. I mean, does, did, did, at where is she usually out at? Does she have a job? Yeah, she's probably off work today. She's probably not working today. Okay, it's the Monday after New Year's. I don't know if we would know that, but Jerry kind of looks at you guys like you guys get the look of like we need to fucking talk to her. Um, You're taking care of your mom, right? Yeah, yeah, have been for a while. How's she doing? She's good. After that old sack of shit went and died. <laughs> Caleb, when um, when do you when do you recall waking up? Ten uh, thirty when I check my car. Where? Michigan. Cemetery. At in your car in the parking lot. No, no, I was right in front of the gravestone. It was right there. And where was Charles? He was right behind me. He's a pretty good friend. You think about it? Where were you guys? I had Charles there with me. You know Charles well? Think so now. What do you know about him? Followed me to Michigan. What else do you know about him? Anything? Talked to him as much as you. Do you? Really? As far as I can remember. Then I drove him home. To me, does he seem in his right mind right now? Nope. Shooken up. How much of the coffee has he drank? None. None. He hasn't touched it. Does he look tired? Roll human intelligence. 22 on an 80. 
Critical success. Do you look tired? What, did I sleep two hours? If that. On a fucked weekend? Yeah. Yeah, like I'm... The... the Keeping my eyes open right now as big as I am <clears throat> is taking a lot of effort. Almost like an overcompensation. Yes. Alright. I, uh, I, I pull I, Ray aside and I'm like, can he crash on your couch, dude? This is ridiculous. He's losing his mind. Well... <clears throat> I think he needs a little more than just to crash on my couch for being, for being honest. What do you suggest? We need to bring him home. He needs to go home and sleep in his own bed and be monitored. By us? Put an officer on his house. Do I see them kind of having a sidebar? Yeah. Because um, Jerry stopped talking to you. Can I turn, grab for the hay bale that's behind me, <laughs> look for my gun... Yes. Can I stop? Whose no. turn is it to shoot? I was gonna go. Yeah, did next. he? Did he grab the gun? He's he's he grabbed it. Hand it to Ray. Um, I I chuckle. You just you don't say anything. You just grab it and like come over to me and, and put it in like. Yeah. I, I you chuckle. say you're next. Can I? Can I? Like go up to Caleb and like. In a nice way, not like a forceful way, but like kind of like put my arm around him and kind of start to like lead him over towards the chair. Yeah. And try to sit him down. Do you resist? No. No. Yeah. I put you down and I'm standing right in front of you. And I'm like right up in your face. Caleb, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know as well as me. <laughs> I let go of his face. What do you do with the gun, Ray? Well, did he did he sit, sit Caleb down? Yep. So I kind of chuckle. That's that's all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot my own firearm. I'd rather uh, get the practice in with the one I'm gonna trust when it matters. But, uh, but I'll take my turn. And I uh, I want to step up to the uh, the farther uh, target, mm -hmm. thirty five yards. Um, and I have, well, if you remember, I got 10, 10 boxes of, uh, yep. nine mil. Yep. Uh, so I am going to have two clips full, uh, I'd say 10 round clips. Yep. Let's call it ready. One in one ready to go on my hip mm -hmm. sight in. I take kind of like an eerily long time to mm -hmm. lower my breath. Yep. Like get really low. And then. Real quick, shoot one, two, get, you know, lined up as good as whatever my roll is, and mm -hmm. then just down to ten, quick, next me roll finish uh, it out. Roll firearms. <clears throat> 60 on a 40. 60 on a 40. You're trained enough in firearms to be able to go through the motions of getting that done. The accuracy and, like, your grouping is not good, but you don't miss the target as you take those shots. But those gunshots do echo out. Kind of makes everybody jump a little bit. I turn around and look at Caleb. Bit of a trigger finger, eh? Half we have you on our side. Sarge, let's see if I can trust you. All right, Caleb. I, yeah, I just pull out my gun. My, I brought my uh, my standard police firearm. Yep. Um, and I want to aim at the 10-yard uh, uh, guy. Yep. Target. Um... And not nearly as fast, um, 
I would like to... I'll, I'll empty a, I'll empty a mag on this guy. Okay. Roll firearms. 97 on a 42. About the same as Ray. None of your shots miss. You're a trained police officer, but your grouping isn't great. Your accuracy isn't perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Caleb's... Where's Caleb's gun at? Still in Not Ray, it, Ray, Ray, where did you put it? Oh, I didn't even take it when he grabbed it, like when he shoved it to me, because I was just kind of... Oh, like, you didn't... I kind of backed up and chuckled and said, I'm going to use my... I don't have... I put it back down then. Okay. Yeah. On okay. whatever yeah. stand we were yep. using. Uh, I want to grab it and disassemble... Just, you know, behind... Not behind my back, but, like, just disassemble the, the gun. Yeah, so just, like, popping the cylinder open and, like... Just, oh, he's got a revolver? Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that and I'll, you know, I'll get all the, uh... What, what you got? Grid. Shells? Yeah, huh? take the... Yeah, take the little shells out. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah. Jerry's still in front of me? Yep. I just want to take my finger and point it right towards his forehead. Just say, we got one more left. Let's see how you do. I pull out my 1911, load it up real quick. Pop, 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 pop. Roll firearms. 45 on a 40. 45 on a 40. Same as Roy and Ray. What are you guys doing? I turn. I, I, I'm like, Jerry... Can you get over here for a second? I walk towards Ray. I'm like, we gotta put him to sleep. Like, the man's losing his mind right now. Yeah, we gotta get him home, get him in his bed, get him somewhere that isn't here. To be honest, I wasn't done. What do you, what do you, what do you want to handcuff him to a bed? I mean, what the fuck can we do? No, we dump him in his bed, and we get an officer to watch the house from outside. Yeah, if he wants to stay up in his house. And- Everybody, roll alertness. I forgot I was ever 52 on a 63. 70 on a 64. 33 on a 60. 35 on a 64. Roy, you hear far in the distance sirens. Oh. Second passes, two second passes. Then Jerry and Caleb hear it. They get kind of loud and then they cut off. How many sirens? And I don't hear shit. One. Uh, you do. Once oh, once, okay. once everybody else hears it, and then you kind of hear it, and then they cut off. I turn, and I'm like, Normal what to hear the? Sirens. I'm, I turn, and I start walking towards I'm like, what did you do? What did you do? I told you everything I did. <sighs> Jerry just read, reads notes. All you right. hear a car pulling up. Um, I yeah. start walking. Yeah, I, I look it. around. We probably yeah. See yeah, look out. You can see out. a car pull up. You recognize the car. Oh, we're all strapped as fuck, too. So this yeah. is sick. You recognize the car. Lieutenant Longo's car. Um, I'm walking towards it like. I, I, I take the front of my property. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. I, I walk up. Parks. Car door opens. He looks up. Sees you. Lieutenant, it's nice of you to see us on, a, on my off day. Well, I went to Roy's house first, but he wasn't home. They found another body. State police found it. It's a girl. 11 years old. Where at? Off of I-90. And that is where we're going to pick up next session.
Thanks for listening to this episode of LFVCU, a Nasty Table production.